Welcome to Scare Zone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast, guys. We got breaking news, so I thought it's time to come back to you to tell you about all that is happening. I got a press release from Universal Studios. You've seen the announcements. Number one, tickets are on sale. Go buy your tickets if you want to. If you're the kind of person that plans this far in advance, some are. I'm personally not necessarily, but a lot of people are. Uh, your RIP tour is available. Scaricter Dining is available. But I think we got to break down the announcement that happened uh, that we speculated at. We knew news was coming this week. I said last week we did the show. Something is going to break. You're going to be excited about. And what is it? There will be 10 haunted houses. Not haunted mazes, haunted houses at Halloween Horror Nights this year. Now, Logan, you may say, what's the difference? What's the difference between a house and a maze? Nothing, but I like the term house. And in this press release for the first time in a couple years, they're using the term house. That makes me excited. They'd kind of gone both where they just, Universal Orlando and Hollywood had both started using the word maze. Don't like it. We're going back to house. I'm going to read you some of this press release, hit you with the top things from it. Uh, we do have a little bit of a reveal of the theme. Horrors of the 80s, as expected, will invade this year's Halloween Horror Nights. Now, it's not all 80s, but there are an 80s vibe to everything. And I'm just going to skip to the scare zones. We'll hit back on that 10th house and my thoughts on that. The scare zones were announced. You know, my bread and butter, what got me into Horror Nights with Bill and Ted and the scare zones, not the houses. I've since changed, but little 14-year-old Logan couldn't necessarily handle those houses. 15-year-old Logan. So, one that I think we've all wanted, all excited about. This one's got to be close to our friend Shelby's heart. If you've been following her Kickstarter, you know it. If you're following her artwork. And if you know how I felt about it just a few years ago, you know how I feel about Vamp. 85, New Year's Eve, come face to face, would be stalked by ravenous punks, material girls, and metalhead vampires in Vamp 85. This one's going to be a blast. If it's anything like the Vamp 55, the interactivity is awesome. The music is awesome. The vibe is great. I'm 100% in on this. Uh, it's a Vamp 85 New Year's Eve, which means uh, baby Logan Seculo is only about a, a month old here, a month and a week. So look for a baby me. I know they're going to do it, right? They're going to put a little baby me. It's going to be awesome, right? No? Maybe, maybe not. If you're listening, guys, come up. Throw in a little baby me. And also we have a couple other scare zones announced. These not as exciting about Vamp 80, as, as Vamp 85, but still pretty good. Come face-to-face with beings of rotted pumpkins who are seeking out human sacrifices in twisted tradition. If you look at the imagery of this, it has a pumpkin-y vibe, has a halloween vibe. I wonder if this is sort of the replacement to, in knowing how successful the uh, trick-or-treat scare zone was, is giving us a little bit of that. Or is that coming in the next one, which is fall victim to foul and decrepit creatures in the harvest, which is sort of, uh, again, a, a different kind of vibe that you probably could get, a more uh, festive, uh, field-like vibe. Plus, Academy of Villains will return with an all-new high-energy performance. Now, you know how I feel. I'm a little mixed on my Academy of Villains. First year, I thought it was very refreshing. Second year, um, they obviously had a very limited stage when I was there. Uh, and the second time around, I didn't spend a whole lot of time at it. There are rumors that this is going to be held, though it's not confirmed, I believe. And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, to be held in the Bill and Ted Theater, the Wild West Stunt Show Theater, the Fear Factor Theater. And I have mixed feelings on that. Obviously, you know how big of a fan I am of, of the Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure. And to have someone uh, like this jump in, I was hoping for something more comedy, more show-based. 
but that doesn't seem to be the fact. Um, here's what I'll say. You have one thing you can do to win over this crowd, Academy of Villains, the Bill and Ted crowd. Now, you obviously have a lot of fans. A lot of people love your Academy of Villains show. I get that. But if you want the the uh, the, the the original fans, the Bill and Ted fans of that theater, if you're performing in that theater, there's one thing I want, and that's We Will Rock You. Keep that tradition alive. Much like in Solo, a Star Wars story. This isn't really a spoiler because you don't even really notice it. They could not include... Uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 in the story. But they wanted to keep a version of that tradition alive. So Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO, has a small, very small, blink-and-you'll-miss-it role in this movie. Thinking about that, all you need to do is keep, you can keep some tradition alive. Keep a little bit of what brought us in there in the first place and what connects us to that connective tissue of Halloween Horror Nights. And if you do that, you win me over. You win a lot of people over, especially if you're in that theater. I want to be stomping along with my friends. It won't be the same, but it could be something special. Overall, I think these announcements are cool. Vamp 85, super pumped. Love that idea. I was, I thought they were going to do that last year. Everyone kind of guessed at it, uh, but I guess you just had to have some more time between it. I'm very excited about that. Twisted Tradition looks like a scare zone that... Uh, I don't know, it kind of feels like an old school scare zone. Like It feels like something of uh, the original years. I used to go to Horror Nights, and I dig that. The Harvest, fine, that's fine. Academy of Villains, fine. Now let's get to sort of the big breaking news. And that is that for the first time in 28 years, you're going to have 10 haunted houses, giving guests more scares than ever before. I think about that. I, th- I, I have some positives, mostly positives, I don't see how you really could complain about it other than it will become increasingly more difficult to do everything in one night. If you have one night to go to Horror Nights, I think this is, uh, you're going to express pass and still be at a very uh, a very quick clip to get to all the things you want to do if you want to hit every house. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people don't. Most people that go to Horror Nights, I would bet, don't go to every house. Don't see everything. So I don't think... Um, I don't think that's different. What you also have is with the removal of Bill and Ted and probably more people coming to this Horror Nights, I would bet, than ever before with the economy being as good as it is and Stranger Things. You're going to have a new group of people and those people have to go somewhere. So it makes total sense to throw in a 10th house, disperse people, uh, have more places for them to go, even if it's like a half house. Now, here's one thing that's interesting to me. Uh, in the press release, it says, stay tuned, more details about the 10th haunted house will be revealed soon. Now, we've only been had two houses, three houses and three houses announced so far. You know, two IPs and one original house. So they're making a big deal about what will be the 10th haunted house, which does make me kind of question whether this is going to be a premium house, uh, something like the repository was a few years ago. Will this be something that is... Uh, part of the marketing, something special. Now, we, now with it being confirmed now that we have an 80s-themed Horror Nights, which I love. I think that's great. It's an icon without being an icon. You would assume that this is going to be some sort of big IP that they're going to announce, some big intellectual property, but I don't know. When I'm looking at it, I'm thinking maybe there is something special. Maybe it's a premium house. And I, and I told you guys last time, a couple years ago, I thought that was one of my favorite experiences I've done at Horror Nights. Take the VR part out of it. That part was kind of mediocre. But the actual... Uh, the actual production 
was unbelievable. Now, you do have also the fact that it's 80s themed. And you removed the one thing that was every year in the parks from the 80s, which was Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween adventure. Just saying, kind of a weird time, it feels like, to remove that. Not saying that's interconnected at all, but it's kind of a bummer. You know, the one thing that probably was the most late 80s, early 90s that was uh, happening inside the walls of Halloween Horror Nights has been removed. Uh, and I'm trying to see kind of what people are saying. I think everyone seems excited. It seems like it's a, a good time for everyone. I'm looking at the Halloween Horror Nights website right now. A lot of the ticketing options have gone up. And I want to bring on Chris soon to discuss what those... Uh, what those ticket options are and how they compare to previous years. I haven't had time to dig into it. I want to come on here, give you my reaction and my thoughts for just a few minutes. And looking back on it now, you know, it's more houses than ever. That's great. I love the VHS theme when you go to the Horror Nights uh, website right now. It's Stranger Things. It's uh, You can see a VHS tape for Trick or Treat for just Halloween Horror Nights in general. And clearly those will be stacking up as we get closer to the event. But... This is pretty big this early to have, um, it, it kind of broke from what I thought was going to end up being a tradition last year, which was announcing all of this stuff at the very last minute. Uh, I like that all of this has been uh, presented to us three months before the, the entire attraction opens, before Halloween Horror Nights 2018 opens. Now that's another thing, and I may have touched on this earlier, I'm sorry if I didn't, but I know I did when I was talking to some friends. Uh, another year where... The number is gone. Halloween Horror Nights 2018 is the, is not Halloween Horror Nights 28. Now, we all know it. It's HHN 28. The hashtag is HHN 28, at least for us right now. But everyone is, uh, every press release, just like now they've moved to the word house, which I love. You know, I, I get the maze word out of here. They've moved to uh, just calling it Halloween Horror Nights. As much how like how... Uh, how WrestleMania does it even now. WrestleMania is no longer, except for the big years... Uh, numbered. The Roman numeral had become too large. It become too cumbersome. It means more. Uh, the brand means more than a year associated with it. And also, with it being 80s themed, I wonder if you didn't necessarily want to draw attention to the fact that that you know, we're almost retro already for Horror Nights because it started in the early 90s. That this little retro theme would be like, if they did 90s, you're like, oh, we're just going back to our own time. I don't know, it's just a thought. Probably That's probably a bit too uh, a bit too thought out there. But I'm excited. An 80s-themed Horror Nights is something that a lot of people have wanted, and I'm one of them. Uh, I, I hope to do character dining this year. They announced that again. That's something that is not, uh, is not something I've done yet. And I just keep looking back on that 10th house announcement, how they keep pushing the way they've presented that 10th house. And it's, I don't know. I feel like there's something there. And the hashtag is HHN28. It does say it at the bottom of the website. I just looked. But does that not feel different when you really think about it? Like, does that not feel strange when they're saying, not only is there 10 houses, but stay tuned for the announcement on the 10th house. That makes me, at least leads me to believe that there's something special with that house. I don't know what it is. I don't want to know. Unlike some of the people out there, I'm not that interested in the rumor. I knew that there was an 80s theme uh, 
a bit too long ago. I feel like someone had told me this and multiple people have told me this. And I want to keep this special part of Horror Nights alive. And part of that is this experience with you all, which is to be a part of teasing the announcements. I don't mind knowing what announcement is coming, but to genuinely be surprised. And if I had not seen, um, there was that UK travel agent put it out yesterday, the 10th house. Uh, and then it was on a couple people rumored it, but I really didn't really pay attention to it. My, I feel like my excitement level would have been even higher today. I wouldn't have had time to overanalyze why there were 10 houses. And I think that was the thing. I want the genuine excitement that comes with being a Halloween Horror Nights fan uh, again. And with some of that, I'm going to start pulling back a little on, I love, I'll hit you with rumors and things that I hear, but not near as much. I don't want to, ta- I don't want to personally take in as much. Uh, there is a one, looking at the Halloween Horror Nights uh, about right now, there is still the word shows with an S. And I hope that means something else is coming with that. I don't know it. But it's houses, scare zones, attractions, and shows. So you never know. Maybe we'll get something else. I'm trying to see if there's anything. I'm kind of digging into the announcement. If there's any more information that really, um, any more. You do say that these are the three original horror stories you'll see brought to life in scare zones. Which does mean we are going to get two IP scare zones this year. Which could be very fun. Don't know what they are. Not could be. I mean, definitely. We're going to get to intellectual property-based scare zones. And we've seen that be hits before, like Trick or Treat. And we've seen The Walking Dead here, which wasn't as loved. And we've seen Purge, which is a mix where people feel like they they like and don't like. Uh, I'm excited now to see what those are. I think the the graphic design of Twisted... uh, and, and I don't think this is a negative, so don't take it as negative. The, the design of the Harvest and Twister tradition, uh, when you look at the logo design, just give me a vibe of, a, it's a bit feels a bit more local. Like the graphics aren't this like over-the-top slick. They're a bit 90s, bit 80s, obviously in their theming because the whole thing's 80s, but they're, they feel like they're logos out of that era, not necessarily tributes to that era. Kind of like your local haunted house. Or like the Harvest has a very 80s metal looking album cover. Almost like a striper cover. Uh, but for Halloween. It's pretty neat. I'm trying to just dig deeper. Vamp 85, kind of what you'd expect from the logo. And Twisted Tradition looks straight out of like Hot Topic from 1997. The golden years. Before it became a wrestling shirt, shirt store. Which is all the reason I go to Hot Topic now. It's because I love wrestling and there's great... Uh, here is something fun. Ooh, I like this. Before the countdown to midnight starts, it's clear this party has already been crashed. This is for Vamp 85 New Year's Eve. And the streets are running with blood. You'll enter what looks to be your typical New Year's Eve bash until it's too late. As the ball drops, fanged punks and big-haired vamps will start their feeding frenzy. So will we get a New Year's Eve? Like, will we get a traditional Happy New Year moment multiple times a night? Will we get it once a night at midnight? Which would be awesome if that's a show. Where you'd go up there and you'd do a heck and feel like Pleasure Island in the 90s. Where you'd go up and every night they'd have a big crazy moment where the ball drops. It's New Year's Eve. Ah, oh, that's what I want now. It just sounds great. Um, everything, old Harvest, Old Barn. You know, like I said, that's fun. Uh, Twisted Traditions. 
honestly don't see the text of Twisted Tradition, so I'm not sure exactly what what the details are. I'm having some issues with the website. I think a lot of people are on it. They're still working on formatting. Uh, tickets available. There are uh, single night tickets available now, multi-night tickets, uh, which you can see all the different multi-night options, which uh, return Rush of Fear, Frequent Fear, Frequent Fear Plus, Ultimate Fear Pass, uh, tours. There's Unmasking the, the Horrors, the RIP tours, um, and dining, like I said. Uh, character dining, which will again be held in the Monster Cafe. All-you-can-eat themed buffet includes one non-alcoholic beverage. One beverage? All right. Uh, character photo ops and digital downloads are the ones taken. Uh, again, I've never done this. It's 49 bucks. I kind of want to do it. They're also offering out here the Universal Dining Quick Service Package. Uh, so you can be a part of that as well if that's what you want to do. We always know they get kind of creative when it comes to drink options. I'm looking to see if there's anything special on the Halloween Horror Nights RIP tours. I don't really see anything that's all too different uh, from previous years. Tell me I'm wrong. I like to hear it. Uh, ticket start looks like it's $79 and 88, no, $77. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. We'll restart that, guys. $79.99, 80 bucks to get in. And um, Peak Nights, oh, that is interesting. Maybe maybe you can tell me I'm wrong. There are, is this for Express? No, this is just for, oh, okay. I was looking at the Express Pass. I was like, there, t- the Express Pass on Peak Nights go up to all the way to 139 bucks. That is... That is expensive. So if you're going on Halloween weekend or the weekend before or the weekend before, pretty much Saturdays, October 13th, 20th, and 27th, expect to pay $140 extra for your Express Pass where RIP tours start only an additional $159 and go up to, whew, on the biggest night of the year, October 20th, goes up to $350 per person. Yikes. Well, supply and demand, I guess. Uh, when you look at character dining, character dining, it's 49 bucks. It looks like around uh, the whole season. So that, that doesn't change. So woohoo for that. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Scare Zone. I want to hear your thoughts. I want you to hit me up. Tell me what you think. I'm sure more will be revealed in the next couple of weeks. I do want to thank everyone who supported us on Patreon uh, over the last week. Uh, we've had about 17 or so, as uh, as of right now, 17 people who have become patrons to our Patreon, and I believe we are headed towards a really cool thing. Uh, thank you all for supporting us. I want you to help support us. If you're listening to this show and you've liked this show for the last two years, or if you're brand new and you just want to know how to support it to make sure there's more episodes, I want you to be a part of it. First, I need to give a shout-out to our RIP Tour level guest or patron this week, Jason Maltzelby. Maltzelby? You tell you know, Jason, I'm going to give you another shout out. So Jason, Jason Maltzelby, hit me up. Let me know, uh, let me know how to pronounce your name better because I don't like when people do it to me with my Seculo name. So you tell me, I'm going to give you a double shout out and also a shout out um, to everyone who joined. And I really was, am overwhelmed and thrilled by the support. Uh, Last week's episode was one of the biggest downloads we've had. It broke the single-day record for downloads for a non-celebrity guest. So not having Mike on or having Cody Rhodes, not including those. When it's just me and a mic or me and a guest, um, and my guest being like, if it's not just me and Chris or me and Scott, 
for this kind of show. Uh, it broke the record, so I, I at least hope that means you missed us and that we're back with more episodes and we will be back with even more continual episodes uh, based on the demand from the Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash scarezone. Again, patreon.com slash scarezone. Until next time, keep your eyes closed, your ears open. We'll see you at Finnegan's.